Hello and welcome to the 90th episode of Tracks. What a little milestone we've reached this week, Harry. Oh, I'm so excited, Tim. Me too. And to celebrate such a big occasion for us, we've got something very, very, very exciting in store. This week we were lucky enough to be joined by New York's finest, the Shacks, uh, on the show, live. We spoke to them and everything. We spoke to them with our mouths. Like they actual... spoke back to us with their mouths. Yeah, like actual people interacting face to face. It was so cool. We were uh, lucky enough to get them in mid-tour, mid-UK tour. They were out with Kerrang Bin, uh, hitting up some of the UK's biggest, finest venues, cities and states. Um, <laughs> we don't have any states. <laughs> <laughs> and they stopped off during their moment in London to come and have a chat. We can't thank them enough for coming and giving us some of their time while they're over here. There were sights to see and stuff. Sights to see, music to play, some bloody brilliant pics to give us. Yeah. All sorts of things to be done. Uh, it, yeah, it was, it was just great, basically, yeah. is what we're trying to say. We've had a whale of a time talking to them, and I think you, our lovely listeners, are going to have a whale of a time listening to them chat to us. do keep in mind that these wonderful people have got their debut album coming out on Big Crown Records on the 30th of March. It's called Haze and we've been lucky enough to hear it in full and we can tell you it's absolutely brilliant. Oh, it's a doozy. It's so good. Um, But we will remind you of all these important facts at the very end of the show. Until then, please sit back, relax and enjoy The Shacks. So we're like super excited to be joined by the Shacks today. How are you all? Good. Good. Fantastic. Thank you. I feel like for our listeners at home, we should do a quick name and voice Mm. check so they can somehow pick out... Left to right, I'm thinking. Well, our left to right, they clearly don't know. Okay, starting with you. Are these mics in Omni? Um, (laughs) That's a question from (laughs) producer Harry. (laughs) Basically, they work. Okay, cool. Speak away, they're fine. Uh, I love mics. My name's Max. Max, <laughs> I play guitar. I'm Shannon, and I sing and play bass. I'm Ben, and I play the drums. I'm Evan, and I play the keys. Lovely. Well, welcome all here. Thank you. Thanks. I understand you've all just come down from Bristol, doing a bit of a UK tour. How's it yes. all been going so far? Good. 
good. Yeah. A lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Anything that has like particularly stood out so far? A venue, a uh, attraction? Glasgow. Glasgow yeah. was really yeah. fun. Classical. Glasgow. Glasgow. Oh, Glasgow, Glasgow. as we would call it. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> what was Glasgow. it about Glasgow? Glasgow. 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 Mm. Yeah. So really apologies for the. Uh, so I've just been watching the Classico thing. So <laughs> literally, not a joke. Yeah. What was it about the the Scottish crowd? They're very uh, good listeners, and they seem to appreciate music a lot. Yeah. So it felt like every note that you played was they were listening to it. That's really fun. Really cool. That's nice yeah. because I feel like. Uh, Maybe in some ways a, a too vociferous crowd could sort of overthrow mm-hmm. you guys' sound. Yeah, we play some quiet songs, and if the crowd is talking a lot over that, it can be annoying. But we played at um, Bussy Building, CLF Cafe. Yeah. yeah, and it was a very talkative crowd. But it was it was fun because that it, the atmosphere kind of made sense. Yeah, and it was not annoying that they were talking a lot. <laughs> it was a big party. It was just yeah, it was like a party, and we were like the band there. And so that was that was cool. Totally different vibe. But so far, we've experienced those two ends of the spectrum on this tour, and that's cool. Do you so. ever find that, like, on a different day of the week, you're hoping for a different reaction? Because I kind of think, when I go to, say, a Tuesday gig, yeah. I want people to be a bit more chilled out and, like, yeah. you know, get into it and sort of swaying, and then you go Friday and maybe you want to be a little bit more... I don't think about the days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> days of the week mean nothing to me. Do you even know what day of the week yeah. it is right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously don't. Wednesday. Wow, cool. The life of a rock star, like, that is brilliant. I, I, Thank I'm you. I'm killed to not know what day of the week it was, but well, sadly I do. Plus, we don't really get to choose if the crowd is going to be yeah. rowdy or anything. You know, yeah, true. Tuesday could be m- mellow for us, but rowdy for Manchester or yeah. wherever. They have yeah. Wednesday off. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I can guarantee that Friday you're coming to Brighton I think yes. that is going to be rowdy and it's the haunt as well isn't it the haunt yeah which is a funny it's a funny it's venue a you'll see when you get there because it's it's very sort of narrow narrow <laughs> like long and thin <laughs> and then it sort of kicks out it, it, it's it like looks, an L shape a little yeah. bit like an L shape nice. do you ever like walk into a venue and think this is not the right shape for us <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing that happens definitely in New York really really mm-hmm. there's so, just some venues that are just not good. So tell us more because <laughs> we like. Damn. No, I just mean Name like. Name and shame. Come like on. The vibe is just kind of weird. I feel like, especially in New York, since it's like, and I'm sure it's kind of the same here. How like all the biggest acts are gonna come here. There's probably like a thousand other bands. Like there's so much music that yeah. I feel like people. Well, at least in New York, people aren't as excited about it. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? They're jaded. Like, yeah, exactly. I think there is a little bit of that for sure. Yeah. Like when you go to um, sort of you, more provincial gigs. Yeah, everyone's so excited. They're like, whoa. Comes on down from the farm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, so you should say, are you are you guys all Queens or some of are, you? We are none from Queens actually. I, I, I feel like the band is known as being from Queens. My right? parents grew up in Queens. There you <laughs> go. Hey, I apologize. <laughs> very no, much no, so. no, 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 no. Manhattan. Manhattan. But we wow. recorded a studio yeah. sometimes. The band course. was conceived in Queens. Okay. <laughs> I've, uh, I've read it. That's what happens when you look at Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but New York music scene generally, we, I've never been to New York, Neither and we both kind of really eulogise about what the music scene must really <laughs> feel like there. What kind yeah. of insight can you give us to what that feels like to be part of it? Well, I, uh, <laughs> I don't think we feel like part of it. Yeah, really. Yeah, because we we record most of our music in Princeton, New Jersey, at Max's house, which is very 
nice and provincial. quiet and in the middle of the woods. Sylvan. Yeah. And in the uh, middle of the woods. Yeah. yeah. That's what everybody dreams of, isn't it? Like yeah, a, it's super nice. It's like a one-hour train ride from the city, but we're up there all the time. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't consider us really, like, okay. hanging out with, like, all the bands and, like, always, like, going to shows and stuff. I think New York is made up a lot of really, made up of a lot of really small communities. There's, it's hard to yeah. say there's, like, a general scene. It's, like, intersecting uh, small communities or groups of people. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think London's a little bit like that. In in hindsight, often people think that there was a big right. movement that kind of took over the city. Right. But really, when you're in the middle of it, it never really feels that much. It's just like there's a small group of people that are following. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, there's no way to really know. Yeah. I'm too. I, I'm there. There definitely were scenes in New York. I think of like Lou Reed and CBGB and all that stuff. Yeah, but I have no idea what that actually was like. There's just something so yeah. romantic about us for us as yeah. Brits. But yeah. maybe it feel does it potentially feel the same way? It might just feel way? the same as London does to us though. Like we don't have the romanticism of London. But New York to me seems like a dreamland. Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely not a dreamland. <laughs> <laughs> a dirty dream. I mean it's maybe. cool, but it's like it's not that great. Yeah. So it's, tell us a little bit about this where you go out to record. Sorry, this. that was really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> Evan Shots far and said, yeah. I, yeah. I rescind that. Yeah. I was born and raised there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, Manhattan's <laughs> been great to me because I kind of went to music school out in Los Angeles and came back. And as being from New York, I kind of didn't know anybody who was doing what I wanted to do or, you know, mm. was looking for that scene and kind of made my way into playing, like, you know, I started on Craigslist gigs and then ended up, like, with some, like, cooler bands and then played enough gigs to meet these guys. And then, Evan's a scene star. Yeah, New York yeah. has been very good to me. <laughs> How, how uh, new are you to the band, sorry? Uh, I've been in the band for about a year. You just met outside. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. 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 We're about a year now. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. And the rest of you have known each other much longer, I imagine. Yeah, Max and I met in ninth grade. Then, Which is... English people don't understand grade. Yeah, oh, or at least right. I don't. 14, 14 years old. Ninth yeah, grade, 14 grade, two years old. Wow. <laughs> wow. And did you... Did you like start making music together straight away, or was yeah. it? Oh yeah, pretty much. Wow, drums and guitar. Yeah. How do you feel about the music being made at that time? It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> very good. <laughs> Haven't yeah. heard it in a very long yeah. time. Is it Probably somewhere you can hear it? <laughs> yeah. Where is there it? There is. I'll send it to you. I'll email. It. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. None of it's ever. What kind of it. stuff was it? Was it similar to what you do now, or was it a million miles away? Squids, right? Squids. We eventually squids? became the Squids with a bunch of people we met on Craigslist of varying ages, and we played like uh, Ethi- like Ethiopian inspired stuff, like um, inspired by like Mulatu. Uh, there's other bands in New York, like the Budos band, that does does a similar kind of thing. But that was cool. And then before that, it was very surf rocky. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, a little heavier than what we do. We we become more dynamic and sort of quiet since then. Yeah. Wow. But, I, th- I really wasn't expecting that answer, and I'm like <laughs> incredibly fascinated by it. Um, so, as you guys may or may not know, our kind of way to get into your music taste and understand where the shouts come from uh, is to do an old, new, borrowed blue. It's four song choices. It's a little bit lame and a little bit cliche, but we go <laughs> no, with it anyway. Excited about these songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, really good. We did. Uh, did we get to listen to them. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, for nice. sure. We have so we're going to go, I think, straight into the first one, which is old. 
Mm-hmm. Would anyone like to own up? I mean, I know I've got the notes here, so I know who picked it. <laughs> um, but would anyone like to take the lead? Old was me, I think. Yeah. Um, it was Max. It absolutely yeah. was. <laughs> it's um. Wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> uh, Do you want to look at my notes? <laughs> oh, Lover's Question by Clyde McFadder. Yes. <laughs> um, it's an awesome song. I thought I thought it was by like a, a like a. I mean, I think it's really interesting because in like early rock and roll and stuff there was like a black musical tradition and white musical tradition it's a vast oversimplification but um sometimes they would like kind of imitate each other and stuff and i actually thought the song was by a white artist um just based on the sound um but then i figured out it was clyde mcfadder who's a great r&b singer and i just thought that was interesting how it's like an r&b song but it's almost got this like pop element to it um i thought that's a cool combination yeah it's a good song too it's a really great tune. It's it's not one that I was ever familiar with previously. No. What I found interesting was as you picking it, it's not particularly guitar led at all. It's pretty much vocals and the beat, which is what yeah. takes the lead. Is that kind of what got you into music in the first place, or did you were you a guitar guy straight away? I mean, I I like guitar, but I never thought it was like any better than any other instrument. Really, it's a cool instrument. It's the classic rock yeah. and roll instrument, but um. Just, is it just kind of what you had access to when you started? No, I played drums when I first started. Right. I got a drum set, and I'm I'm a pretty good drummer too. I play on some of our songs. I'm oh. not as good as Ben. <laughs> I feel it's fun to throw in. <laughs> um, and in terms of yeah. like an old song, is this something that resonates with the other three members? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you all come from a similar musical heritage? <clears throat> yeah. That you yeah. kind of grew up listening yeah. to. Yeah very old music 50s nice yeah. so no kind of debate about what when this one got thrown forward <laughs> it was like a huge fight cool. yeah right <laughs> did you come together to pick these or was it very much <laughs> we were in the car picking? and discussing it nice nice um yeah <laughs> <laughs> some of us were sleeping <laughs> <laughs> no we discussed it maybe it was just you Max you were awake <laughs> talking to yourself picking this song which let's have a listen to right yeah, now let's give a guess this is Clyde McFatter, is that the right pronunciation? Yeah. Uh, and it's called Lover's Question. Does she love me with all her heart? Should I worry when we're apart? It's a lover's question. I'd like to know Does she need me As she pretends Is this a game Well then will I win It's a lover's question I'd like to know I'd like to know Does she feel just what I feel And how am I to know it's really real Oh, tell me where the answer lies Is it in her kiss or in her eyes Well, it's a lover's question I'd like to know 
does she feel just what I feel? And how am I to know it's really real? Oh, tell me where the answer lies. Is it in her kiss or in her eyes? It's a lover's question I'd like to know. I'd like to know, I'd like to know. there you have it that was Clyde McFatter with Lover's Question and I think what comes through very clearly is the 50s influence which anyone who has listened to you guys music will have picked up on that anyway but would you care to divulge on kind of why that era in particular really stands out to you guys <laughs> quality baby yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like special I don't know yeah there I feel like there's not really a way to explain it there's, a, there's such an atmosphere to that yeah. stuff, yeah, right? And exactly. It, mm. I really like my grandparents, and I relate to them more than a lot of other people, and that's their <laughs> era. So <laughs> I think that resonates with me. Me by, too. By Is there something about a more organic sound that does it for you over kind of electronic stuff? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, not like electronic versus not electronic, but I think like... Uh, there was more of a sense of like capturing a perfect like mm. take where everyone was playing together and, and everyone was like on the same page rather than like how easy it is like these days to just like auto tune shit and, yeah, of course. and like chop yeah. it up and all that. To almost take away yeah. what you've recorded think, and take it somewhere else. Yeah, it's like it's very special to like get like a perfect take of a song or like mm. play it all together. Yeah, even with modern music, I always love when you can kind of hear that say. Two two vocals have been recorded through the same like. There's just such mm -hmm. a there's so much more kind of cohesion to that kind of recording. Yeah. Which brings me to the question of all of your like previously recorded music. It it sounds like it's recorded like, but but do you do analog or are you yeah. are you like digital guys like Completely and just sort of yeah. making that <laughs> or are you <laughs> making that sound kind of? No, it's a hundred percent analog for yeah. for like most of it. <laughs> and then at the end, it, it goes in the computer, just like when we're mixing it and getting levels. But all the sounds are all tape. Um, and is that, tape, yeah. is that as a kind of a new band something that you really, really sought out straight away? You thought we, we want to do it the old-fashioned way? Yeah, but when, like I mentioned, when Ben and I started playing together in the ninth grade, which is the age of 14 yeah. equivalent, <laughs> um, we had a cassette machine, which is a type of tape, Yeah, obviously. Um, so just from the beginning, this is what we always did. Do you think recording like that now poses any problems? Like, or is it like we're no, just going to stick mean, with this way and it, it works for us? It works. There's, it's like, as like an engineer, if you own um, that kind of stuff, it it can definitely break a lot. And there's like specialists you have mm. to kind of seek out to fix it. Shout out to Russ. Russ, factory service. Factor service. <laughs> we love you, Russ. Um, <laughs> but um the community of people in New York who, like you kind of mentioned scene, I guess I would say our scene is like the the um, community of so the kind of soul singers in New York, Charles Bradley and Lee Fields and the people associated with all that. Um, okay, but they, so all, they all do tape, so. Yeah, and you know those guys because obviously Charles, yeah. Charles Bradley really, I think last year or the year before, but really blew up over here. Yeah. Like, like massively, so if you... I toured with him in the U.S. Oh wow! And Amazing. Iceland once. <laughs> Iceland. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. 
So there is that kind of analog community because yeah. it, I assume it takes a a bigger investment from a new band as well to say we're gonna this is how we're gonna do it and we're in here. No, I mean we record a lot of stuff at my house or at um in the studio in, in Queens, um, which is, has a lot more gear, but it's pretty easy. You can buy a tape machine and a mixer, and I have one that's two in one. It's called the Tascam 388, and it has mic preamps. So you, it's just literally a big, like, 150... Oh, shit, stone. <laughs> I don't know how much... You have to have one of, like, a 14-year-old boy. And it's just you plug it in, and then you plug the mic in, and you record, and it's got EQ, and it immediately sounds great. Yeah. It's just fun. It seems like such a headache to, like, do just the computer and having to, like, chop stuff up, mm. except for hip-hop, I guess, where that seems it's, like, a different thing. Yeah. But for, like, rock or band-oriented stuff, it just seems like it's a freaking headache. Yeah, staring so, at a screen. Staring at a screen. Great. No. So we just try to take the opposite, and it just feels much better. Yeah. Although it's funny, Just feeling man. <laughs> yeah, but there's like. I think there's something in that though. Yeah, there is. Although I watched a um a video of Brian Eno, uh, editing the other day, and he's absolutely sat on a computer and but really absolutely loving it, and he's so invested in it. He's got yeah. all these tiny little segments that he's kind of rearranging. Well, he, he's Brian Eno. So yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> but. He already but had his like tape. He's time. like a <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So, that just yeah. He's just been working on that his whole life. Now yeah. he just has technology to continue that. But there was something so interesting about the fact that he made kind of digital stuff so physical. He mm-hmm. he really felt like he was chopping something up. Yeah yeah arranging yeah. Arranging it like it was kind of pieces of real. Well there you um, go. That's yeah. Yeah. it. Doesn't matter if it's tape or digital if you're if you're doing something like that. Yeah, you've got to actually be just good at what you do. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna move on to your new selection, which I believe was picked by Evan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very U.S. Bonds. Well, this is the new category, so I was having trouble picking it. And then actually, Max suggested this song to me, and I remember the first time I ever heard it, he showed it to me. I think we were in the t- on a tour. At, we might have actually been in or near New Orleans. Yeah, I think so. Really? I, remember, I think it was just me and you up late at night, and you like, put this on, and really? I just remember... That's appropriate. The, like, like, you hear the intro of the song, and then the vocal comes in, and it's just like blew me away so cool yeah yeah. I don't even know that much about the song I just love it and it's called New, new yeah, oh yeah it's yes. called New yeah, Orleans it's literally called New Orleans that's the new yeah that's the first interpretation we of with. that we've had as well well it's uh, new. it's only maybe two two years old I think 2016 it came out is that right it was about 1953. Oh, yeah. what? I, was, I thought this was a. I thought that, that well. we were both confused. I was thinking. I mean, we can't wow. say what we were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so no, I can see what you've done there, and that's that's what I say. It's the first interpretation of new we've had, which I really like. Because right, often very, with very uh, yeah. blue yeah, gets yeah. taken, like you yeah. can have all kinds of stuff for that. Yeah, but yeah. for new, I like that you've it's, done that because most people just pick a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's either that or New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. So <laughs> also <Wow>. great. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about playing in New Orleans because again, that's a place that just conjures up so much imagery for yeah. Brits. Um, uh, the show was not great. Yeah, particularly. but New Orleans definitely is like probably what you imagine it in terms of the vibe. It's yeah. magical. It's I like actually really, really cool. liked that show. Yeah. yeah. There was like no one there. Yeah, I don't know so what you're talking about. <laughs> there was no pressure. I got like, a weird vibe for the like, show too. Yeah, but it it's just because people were like, <laughs> people they were like locals, so they're like kind of like tough and like. You know, they're yeah. cool. I thought, I mean, it was cool. It just felt yeah, like a real yeah, stage. Yeah, it was cool. But, but it's definitely, yeah. when you're there, you, 
you feel it, like the history and stuff. Mm. I mean, it's the birthplace yeah. of a lot of American music is right there in New Orleans. Um, it's fertile land. Very fertile, fertile crescent. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels like it just kind of washes over you being yeah. there. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And is that... Is I mean, that, it's super, like, there's a lot of cheesy stuff in, like, if you go to, like, the touristy areas, obviously. Yeah. But even that's even that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Cafe du Monde is yeah. super yeah. famous. You really don't feel like you're in America. Yeah. So when you land in the new city, what do you seek out music? Do you seek out restaurants? Do you seek out bar? Do you seek out restaurants, vintage clothing stores, and the hotel? Good food, <laughs> <laughs> ASAP. And do you feel like uh, because we've spoken to some bands who they kind of land somewhere and it's just like, oh my, I just want to sleep because it's been such a long time since I slept properly? Or are you kind of we've got twenty four hours in this place? Let's yeah, do it. <laughs> For me, at least, I don't like. I always feel like I want to like go see it, the place wherever we are like as much as I can, but a lot of the time we get there, we have to go right to the venue and mm, set yeah. up and then leave the next morning, so you can't really. But like yesterday in Bristol, we had like a few hours and got to walk around a little. Bristol's cool. a beautiful place as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, I liked all the like little stairs, streets. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, we always imagine as people who aren't on tour like that you would go there and you just want to kind of experience every little bit of it but it yeah I imagine also at the same time a few months in it must become quite like just another place I guess uh, there, there are places that are just another place yeah it, it, it depends in the middle of the United yeah. States yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like the, the middle chunk of that tour I can't like differentiate the cities from like there wasn't really any, any that's kind of that's kind of a fucked up thing to say yeah. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been just surprised in this, just in the somewhere. sense it's like America is really big and there's like so many towns yeah. like yeah. that you that you go through and they, it, they can look similar yeah, but the people like, are definitely great in all of them yeah. like usually our best shows actually are in like like the middle of America. I was going to say, have you ever been surprised by someone? Like, you've just been like, right, let's just get this one over with or whatever, and you've just been like, oh, that was bloody brilliant. Like, Yeah, I mean, we never really think get this one over with. No, Unless we're, like, on stage and it's like, all right, so, so many people are talking, it's like, whatever, it's we'll yeah. all good. But, um... Forget. Oh, yeah, middle of America. It's, it's great. <laughs> I, I just don't... I didn't mean to disparage it at all. Yeah. No, no, no. no we played a lot of good shows there. People are really enthusiastic and love music. Yeah. 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 Lovely. It's well, the backbone speak. of our nation. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> so, speaking of loving music, <laughs> let's listen to a song that we're all going to love. It's uh, New Orleans by Gary U.S. Bonds. I said, hey.
That was uh, New Orleans by Gary S. Bonds. And I did have a question that I've wanted to ask anybody, basically. There's something about music from this kind of time, and this might seem like a boring question, but it always seems to fade out by the end instead of just kind of having Mm -hmm. a song that concludes or ends. Do any of you know anything about that and why songs used to kind of... I know it's a weird question, but I've always (laughs) thought that. How do you you like don't have to have an answer, by the way. If you don't know, yeah, that's fine. Don't. It's just really weird. I don't know. I guess sometimes... Like, Is it because it was recorded live? Just like, well, yeah, I mean, when we... If any of our songs, like, fade out, we just, like, play the ending for, a, like, a while. Right. And then later, you just... Right. So if you didn't... <laughs> if you were, like, listening to the to it on the tape, if you didn't fade it out, it would just sound like I was playing the same thing for a while. Right. Yeah. And then it, when we're mixing it, we fade that out. Cool. I think it's just like a stylistic thing. Yeah, there are songs it must be. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any technical reason having. To no, do this. I've always just wondered it, and I thought this yeah. was the time to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. I've always loved to play that. It's a style. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's the thing. Yeah, so I think the first two picks have had quite a consensus between you all. Does that mean that when you guys are in the bus or wherever you are, <coughs> there's no arguments over what's getting played? Yeah, pretty much. Not yeah. Really. yeah, there's no kind of. Someone put something on you. Oh, not this again! Is, is there one person who's got like <laughs> slightly? You're laughing a lot. Yeah, there's there's a little <laughs> yeah, in there somewhere. <laughs> I just really want to hear what Ben has to say about this. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't think anybody really cares that much, even if it's something really I mean, weird. I'll definitely save some songs for when Max is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? Come on, like, divulge. Dr. John. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dr. John, or like any like disco, ABBA. <laughs> right. You know. So you're more of a like 70s guy than yeah, the rest you know, of the gang. That's just what I was raised on, you know. The guilty pleasures. Really? There was something yeah. in the air the night. The stars <laughs> were bright. <laughs> Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How do you feel about the term guilty pleasures? Are there, are there songs that you really um, treat as them, or do you think, uh, do you know what? It's like all what music. Like. It's, I don't know, it's all music. I mean, my parents, like, you know, like, like the music my parents listened to is basically what I was raised on, and that's like yeah. always going to be nostalgic for me. So, like, all yeah. the way from like you know British rock and roll, like Led Zeppelin, all the way to mm. 
ABBA. I think that's the case. It just reminds me of childhood and like, you know, my first... First love. Yeah. My first, you know, first time I dipped my toes in the water. Music. Yeah. I think that is the case. When parents, like, you can never really escape it too much, as much as you might try. What did you guys... The rest of you, what did your parents listen to when you were growing up? Old 60s music. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. And like, and 50s stuff too. So, I was raised on that. They had good taste. Yeah. And yeah. 70s as well. But like, majority of it was right in the middle 60s. And then I went like a little both ways. Nice. Nice. Because I always feel like my, my dad had good music taste. My mum had the worst music taste you could possibly <laughs> you, you imagine. You up now, though, haven't you? What, the bad music taste? Or the but no, your mum's not bad. Your mum's... Uh, no, my mum's was always just, like, really cheesy, like, pop, I feel like. Just, yeah. My mum was disco, my dad was rock. Harry's mum was a huge Cher fan. And uh, <laughs> for many years in his childhood, he thought that every female singer was Cher. <laughs> a Cher song. Uh, it wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> Are you guys Cher fans? Yeah. Really? Good. Oh, yeah. Just her Twitter personality or... All the I don't know her Twitter too. personality, but oh, she's great. She's cool. She's the queen of Twitter for sure. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. I didn't know that either. Tim, Tim enlightened yeah. me this year. She's great. great. Really, really good. <laughs> like, what does she say? Um, what she's a. We she called it during episodes. Yeah, the, we? we did. We did a. We do a tracks award at the end of every year where we kind of, you know, uh, acclaim the people who've done good things. And Cher was our Twitter hero mm. of the year because. Well. She's kind of she's quite political, but also really, really sort of self-deprecating and funny, whilst also doing about a million emojis in every single. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. So next up is borrowed and Ben, you're up. Yeah. So I chose this because I think I was actually thinking of a new song to choose, <laughs> but then Max also said borrowed, and then I thought, oh, I can fit this in because. There's a line in this song that uh, Kendrick borrowed Ooh. from Chief Keef. Uh, okay. I, forget, I forget which Chief Keef song it is, but um, the line is laughing to the bank like, ha, 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 ha. And <laughs> Kendrick steals that. Nice. And, I, don't know, I don't know if he steals it. I'm not accusing him. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good reference. It's cool could, could, yeah. because he takes it, and in this song, God, it's kind of like... It's a... There's a lot, I think, a deeper meaning yeah. than the Chief Keef song. He <laughs> <laughs> takes it a little bit deeper. You take them borrowed to a new level as well, because yeah. most people use borrowed as a song given to them or something like that, and you've taken it to another level. And I feel like this this whole Old New Borrowed Blue is opening up because of you guys, <laughs> yeah, taking it in a different sweet. way. Cool. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> so I think this is probably the, the first like big leap away from your musical style. So mm. is Kendrick... An artist who appeals to you all, or is this? Yes. Yeah. We yeah. all love oh, Kendrick. Yeah. And what is it about him that? I love him less than before. It? I love him less since I started listening to Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> I like his words and the music. I mean, of the songs uh, the, that the I know. Things. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a very good Big poet. Two. He's a very good poet. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you? That when you're about to like make some new music, do you find that you'll listen to things like this to take influence from, or oh, yeah. is it kind of a too much of a 
escape from what you no, make. No, not at all. Mm. We listen to a lot of Tupac in the car. Yeah. I put it on a lot. That's like 50% of what we listen to in the car, probably. Yeah. And a little bit of Kendrick. Yeah. And then other... Love Tupac. Yeah. A lot Tupac's of G-Funk. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. We listen <laughs> to a lot of early Snoop Dogg recently. And what is it about the hip-hop that really appeals? Some, some hip-hop's just really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. The attitude. Some of it's it's, it's like the same thing as the 50s rock and roll, but modernized. Yeah. Is it a lot about the history behind kind of hip hop and stuff as well, or is it just because of the sounds and stuff that do it for I you? I think it's the creativity. Just yeah. It's, yeah. It's just the ingenuity. Like, it can be super, like you said, swagged out and like cool, or it can be like a work of genius. It's a good, it's like a good, pla- it's like a good uh, um, medium to like make like literary works of geniuses in. Yeah. Which yeah, people, really. yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's many Tupac songs that are like works, complete works of genius. And it's amazing. Yeah. That's his form, so. Sure. And it's like certainly the most kind of, I think, vocal, uh, really kind of out there mm-hmm. genre yeah. right now, for sure. Yeah. Um, we did speculate before we got here that potentially the reason you picked this song is because we think that <laughs> maybe, just maybe, in the middle of this particular song, Kendrick does say, you feel in some kind of way, Ben. Oh. Is that possibly why he, went he says that? It? He says Ben. Actually, no. But no that way. line does have a very interesting meaning to me. Really? Amazing. Yeah. I, I, well, okay. Uh, when I was a teenager, I went to rehab to try to stop uh, oh, doing drugs. Got out, realized that that's stupid, and I can do drugs and just like be responsible. Okay. But there was the like the, all the staff members would say. If when kids would get mad and get in fights that say, like, you feel some type of way. And really? it was weird, and I'd, I'd never heard that before and hadn't heard it since, and then I heard that, and that just made me have, a, like, a flood of memories. That's yeah. so unbelievably... Cool. Uh, I hear that, and I think of yeah. Daytop. <laughs> Shout, Shout out to Daytop. Day, day, day yeah. <laughs> and it really does sound like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so maybe we should just have, like, a listen, listen, yeah. listen to that song now. I think now's the time. This would I feel like hmm. yeah. Laughing to the bank like ah oh, oh. hmm. yeah. Flex on swole like ah oh, oh. hmm. yeah. You feel some type of waving Out of bars with the finger waves, work a JT. Handle bars like a fade, watch me work a JT. I'm at large, running plays like a circuit JT. I'm selling versus JT, watch me work a JT. La la, holla. Don't judge me, my mama caught me with a strap. Don't judge me, I was young, fucking other brats. Don't judge me, aim it at your head for stack. Don't Won't you tell a friend, y'all gon' see This what I feel like
you know who you talking to Slide on you like falling drapes God twist full of carnivals I kill him with kindness Or I kill him with diamonds Or I put up like 1500 Get your ass killed by the finest Everything life is a gamble Nothing in life I can't handle Seen it all, done it all, felt pain more For the cause, I done put blood on sword Everything I do is to embrace y'all Everything I write is a damn eight ball Everything I touch is a damn gold mine Everything I say is from an angel I know blood shit, fuck shit, always your shit My shit, getting boss to ignite shit Morning to the night shift, I'm home I ain't sorry for it Ask for a peace of mind, you charge me for it I wanna see sometimes if you ignore it I'm in the street sometimes and can't afford it. I got a bad habit. Levitate, ducking haters. Oh my, my heart is rich, my heart is famous. That was Kendrick Lamar with God. Great pick. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to go back a little bit in time, potentially to kind of 2016 <laughs> era. We're going back to your original EP, which, first of all, I'm going to say nine tracks long. That's quite a long EP, mm. right? That was yeah. when you kind of first came to our attention. Um, so much. Well, there's nine tracks. It's technically seven tracks, then there's the single yeah, there's that two got bonuses. Text bonuses. Oh. Two bonuses on. So I'm like, saying that's really? a nine track EP. That's <laughs> yeah, what we yeah. got over here. That's what we're going with, yeah. 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 Um, first of all, so much to love there, and so much that oh, kind of got you. so much traction. Um, how did it feel to put that first, that first proper release out, and how much run up went into it? Was it? It was about two years of recording. Yeah. That, that then uh, we chose from for the EP, and some of that is also on the full length. The same yeah. mixed in. Mm. And time is kind of all mixed up within t- about two years, <clears throat> but to put it together was cool because um, just putting an album together is like a s- specific kind of thing. Yeah. And I did that with uh, our producer Leon. <clears throat> he like came up with a really cool track listing, and we took all the mixes and bounced them to one tape so that we could send the tape to Master AI. It's in order and stuff. So yeah. that process was cool. And, um, yeah. Did you feel like you needed it to be in a certain order? Did you kind of thought about it in that kind of narrative way? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely an order that just feels right. Mm. There's not really any rhyme or reason to it. Did it go through many yes, iterations? Many. <laughs> oh, no. Um, actually, our, our new record that's coming out in March 30th yes. went through a ton of iterations of order and, and stuff. But the EP was uh, the initial idea that Leon had was, I think, the one we went with for the track listing. We made it fool around a little bit. And did you expect like so many, so many elements of it to uh, 
you know, to to catch so much excitement because, you know, especially this side of the Atlantic, there was there was a lot of buzz. We, you know, we heard you you guys' names a lot. That's, right. um, That's cool. Yeah, but did you did you feel like you were making something special at the time, or did it just kind of feel like we're going to put another thing out, another thing out, another thing out? Uh, I think the group of people is the special part. Yeah, and the record is just like just working. Yeah, mm. putting the work in, which is also fun. It's fun work. Yeah, yeah we're down. always doing something special. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. Is there anything from that that period that really stands out to you? Because there's there's one song, and maybe maybe we we'll play a little game, and you can guess what the song from that EP that it was both our favorites. Yeah, we it? both. It's been our favorites for a long time. So, is it like an unexpected one, or I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Give us a hint. No idea. I I think the next song was like a very pleasant surprise. Or a very like. There you go. That's a good. Oh, that's, that's a good hint, lovely. actually. Yeah, because the so, next song that you're talking about, or the song that comes after. The song that comes after our favorite is like a. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. the reaction we like had. Like it's to. a real. It well, I don't remember takes... the order. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> really. Should we just tell them our favorite? Yeah, tell, tell. Rain. We both love hey, Rain. Yeah. We both nice. absolutely adore Rain. This guy's Rain. my song. Really. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, so tell us more about Rain. Uh. I, I also have I a secret question for it. On my. Deceased grandmother's piano. Okay. God bless you, Edna. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I like I wrote it, and then I recorded the little demo, and I forgot about it because I didn't think it was that cool. Well, the demo is amazing. No, 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 no. I, oh, like I just, I just like yeah, like a piano and vocal demo, and then I went back one day, and I was sitting at my public library, just messing around with the Garage Band on my phone, and I wanted to make a song and uh, I was like oh I'll do that and then I just worked on that for like a whole night and yeah. it was raining and I was outside my little shed smoking cigarettes and writing it and arranging it and then we yeah. recorded it yeah. as a band and yeah well this, first Ben made a, a demo that was like fully fleshed out with yeah, like a garage band demo yeah, yeah. it sounds, like, it sounds band demo. really good um, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like an amazing. I listened to it on the studio monitors with Jens at um nice. his Diamond Mine before we, when we were mixing the one on the record, and it just sounded like through the monitors sounded like totally yeah, finished, it's crazy. amazing. Yeah, it's, it's like, great. Mm. And my big question for it is: is the first verse a big Smiths reference, or is it not? because? No, I don't know. He's been obsessed wow. with this. He really yeah. thinks it because, is. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, know. <laughs> I, keep saying, I keep saying it, but there's a song called. It's like a very pure. So I don't think there's a reference in there to anything. There's wrong. a song called "Some Girls Are Bigger Than Others," which. Oh shit! And I think. Uh, the, no. No, but I think the first verse is like the Some lovely. Girls are bigger than <laughs> but I think it's like the nicest version of that song ever. Because actually, when you listen back to the Smith song, it's a. It's a bit out of order. Like, <laughs> uh, whereas yours is so pure and so lovely, and like, thank you. Yeah. You're better than the Smiths. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> genuinely. I much prefer it. Um, I try not to be. A, I try not to be as no. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a. It's a really. Should we? Um, are we allowed to give the listeners a bit of, of rain? Oh yeah. 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 Is that, is it, yeah. I think Let's we do should. That. Hit it with a heavy I'd dose love of to hear it after our talking about it for five minutes. Yeah, so let's listen to a bit of that. I really want to hear it as well. So. <laughs> 
Say was our. <laughs> We've got some rain hey, effects coming. Water through. sounds are lovely. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. all for keeping them in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think, in the interests of kind of keeping a bit of time going, we should move on to our final pick, which is going to be the blue. And this is yours, Shannon. Like, um. where does where does this pick come from? Tell us all about <laughs> it. Because again, it's another one that I hadn't heard, and uh, mm-hmm. this was my favorite of all four. I really loved it <laughs> straight away. Yeah, it's a really good song. Um, uh, it's by this band called Five Keys, which um, I don't think pretty much anyone's ever heard of except like us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I really like that song um, because I think it captures like the feeling of like missing someone and like feeling lonely. And I really like, I don't know, it's it's really beautiful because I think even though it's about feeling sad, like the melody and the song itself are kind of happy sounding, you know? Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Like the horns and like the melody itself. I don't know, it's pretty, I guess it's pretty bluesy, but I don't know, I've never really heard a song like that. And I really like that song. <laughs> yeah, it's really beautiful. And it kind of, that exact, uh, thing you speak about about like feeling like you miss someone i it was i think it was monday or tuesday i can't remember which day it was when you guys sent over the list of your picks and it was did you guys used to watch frasier anyone used to watch frasier seen some episodes yeah but like the, the like the dad from that marty crane mm-hmm. like he he died on the same day and he was like he, there was this whole thing about how he was he had moved from Blackpool in England to uh, America and enrolled in the American army and he did this whole thing about feeling like homesick and sad while he was there like he had this old interview that got put out again and then I listened to this song and I was just like totally like oh <laughs> this is like too this is all a bit too much um, but I kind of really felt the power of that song it I yeah. felt blue 
I really blue. did. I mean, ah, blue that's perfect. To the hilarious. maximum extent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it really felt like it evoked so much emotion from what is, in some ways, quite a quite a simple song. Um, it's, a, it's a little hard. I mean, <laughs> it's got some crazy chords and movements and stuff in there. I think the five keys were like super jazz um, yeah. capable. Like they could play really cool jazz shit, but they always just played it super simple. Yeah. Like mm. their harmonies are like crazy. Yeah. Like they say they all sing together and it sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. It's actually one guy overdubbing five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's five. There are five keys. <laughs> uh, so there was a sixth key, Lester, but they wrote him out of history. <laughs> <laughs> So, jazz, you mentioned jazz. Is that is that something that you guys are into? I never really know like what the access point is to jazz, and I think it's the access point is Night in Tunisia by Char- Charlie Parker and uh, yeah. Mm. yeah yeah who else is on that track? Really um, that's yeah. a great song. It's really cool. Okay, another access point would be Django Reinhardt. Yeah, really. So great. you listen you listen to you a jazz guy? Sort of. Not, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, there's some really good jazz, for sure. Like, we like some jazz. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not our thing. No jazz thing. Head. We're not going to press you too much on the liking jazz thing, don't we? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different kinds of jazz. Yeah. Gallington in the of 40s is always amazing. <clears throat> Stuff like Count Basie is great. Um, like, the great big band people. Mm. Chet Baker is cool. It's, like, more pop. But, yeah. Um, Mingus. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a big old list for us to all go and listen yeah. to, but we might as well start with this one, which is Five Keys. Here we go. <laughs> Yearning for you Since you've been gone What can I do here all alone? I can't conceal this feeling so blue of yearning. Yearning is all that I do. If you could see me as I am, one look and then You'll understand these tears in my eyes are meant for you. Oh, yearning, yearning is all that I do. So won't you please come back again? Say you've been lonely too. I miss. Thank you. 
That was your fourth and final pick, and um, a great one. I loved that. Did you love that, Harry? I love that too. <laughs> so much so. Uh, so we should probably, before we all have to go our separate ways, have a little talk about what is happening on the 30th of March. It's a big, big day. Well, Evan is, he's been working really hard, and um, <laughs> he's not originally Jewish, but... <laughs> <laughs> Working hard the past couple of years, and he's going to have his bar mitzvah. Yeah, wow. really. And we are yeah. so happy for him, and we think it's awesome. That he, yeah. that I'm he a little bit it. taller than the rest of the class, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of weird. <laughs> All right, but. that's controversial. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's because of my age. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In addition to the bar mitzvah, Ben and I are Jewish for the record. <laughs> Hayes is coming out. Has anyone heard of Hayes? Yes. Oh, what is Hayes? Tell yeah. us. It's our new album. Yeah. Woof. Exactly. You can get it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a soundbite. <laughs> yeah. 100% can get it. Uh, it's an album. Um, tell us a bit about it because. Over here, our listeners, all they've heard so far is follow me, I think. Um, first first question is, are there any other tracks? It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, are there any other tracks that uh, people might have heard previously that have made the cut, or is the rest <coughs> brand new? The rest brand is brand new. new. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So that's even more exciting. So what can you tell us about the rest of the tracks? I think there's, what, 11 more? 13 songs in total. Yeah. 12 more. Yeah. 12 plus 1 minus 1, that's quick maths. <laughs> 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 Amazing. <laughs> maths not hot. That's travel, yeah. is it? Yeah. <laughs> we fucking love that. I mean, I'm impressed that you call it maths <laughs> really? rather than maths. <laughs> <laughs> maths. Yeah. Quick math. Quick math. <laughs> <laughs> so what can you tell us about the, the rest of the tracks? What can people expect? I think they're kind of... There's not really a, like a, that much cohesiveness in terms of like the style of the songs or like the sounds of the songs I think they're all pretty different mm. which is cool um it's like each song has a totally different feeling and and like sounds super different because we um like just on this album we recorded the songs in different places some were recorded at the studio Diamond Mine in Queens and some were recorded in Max's basement and some were recorded in Max's apartment before he mm. moved back to New Jersey so <laughs> there's like a lot of different places they were recorded with a lot of different styles and different instrumentation so yeah it's pretty like a it's a pretty eclectic group of songs i think so they've got a bit of a kind of mixtape <coughs> rather yeah. than the you know yeah, a narrative yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm. cool so is there anything that is there one song that you think people who are into our band are going to be really surprised by this one mm-hmm. are there any big moments of the track that you, you can't wait for people to hear like, <laughs> or you're nervous for people to hear, and like, what yeah, are they going to think of this one? Hmm, I don't uh, know. It's hard to say. 
I'm not nervous. No? No. Looking not forward to people's nervous. reactions to it. I hope they like it. I hope they like it. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> not think of <laughs> <laughs> And have you like have you managed to get the physical version of it in your hands yet? No, 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 no. Is it coming out on vinyl? Yes, it is. Because I always think if I was in a band, that would be yeah. a more exciting really than anything else. I don't yeah. care about people hearing it. I just want to hold it. In yeah, my that's yeah. really the finished piece, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It. it's at yeah. the factory like right now. Yeah. I think right. Yeah. How many copies are you getting off first? So like mm. um, Rough Trade East is. Uh, They're printing some. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmation <laughs> sorted. Um, Rough Trade East uh, is doing a, a record of the month for our album Haze, so they're gonna order, I think, like a thousand copies. So that's just for there, Beautiful. and then in the U.S., it's gonna be a different number. I don't know what. Yeah. Also, also Vinyl Me Please is doing something cool. Yeah. Cool. So. So what are you doing to celebrate the really, what is gonna be the moment, the thirtieth? You doing a big party? We're gonna we're gonna get blackout drunk. <laughs> <laughs> on what? So here's like it's a big tracks question. You're gonna get blackout drunk on the release day. What are you guys gonna be drinking? Eleven a.m. Water. What? Uh, Sparkling water. Oh. <laughs> you can't be getting blackout drunk on those two. <laughs> oh, what am I drinking? Brewdog punk. <laughs> it's a good choice. Yeah. Okay, but where's the party gonna be? Are you gonna are you gonna have a launch party? I think so in the city, probably like a little bit after it comes out. Yeah. Where where are yeah. you gonna be when that comes out? Because when does your tour with uh, we have a problem with this? I think it's called Krangbin. Uh, that's <laughs> they a, pronounce that's a cry- it Krangbin. Cool. Right. Krangbin. Yeah. Krangbin. Krangbin. Okay, let's go with what they say. Krangbin. <laughs> uh, when does that end? Is that before the album release? Yes, it'll yeah. end in like a week and a half. Okay, lovely. So you're going to be back in We'll America. be back in the US. Yeah. Will you be together on the release date, or will you be... Yes, we will... Separate. ...be oh, together in a tiny room. <laughs> <laughs> Flowers and candles. <laughs> no, no electric lights. No electric lights, please. And we're just going to we're just gonna be in there and appreciate each other. And hold hands. <laughs> and then we're going to summon Ben's... You're going to summon what's Grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that sounds like absolutely exciting times. Hashtag rest in peace. Hashtag RIP. So, is there a song that you guys would like to play off the record to take us out? Because we've taken up already far too much of your time. We're so time is valuable. Our time is precious. Yeah. It, it really is. Time. It really is. <laughs> and we would not want to waste a single more moment. Um, yeah, is there one that you would like us to go out on? There's a pointing happening in the studio, listeners. Texas. 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 Texas is where we're going. Take we're going out on Texas. Texas. Howdy. Yeah? Yeah. Consensus for yes. Texas. Texas. It rhymes a little bit, so <laughs> it works. Enough. Yeah. So all that really is left to say is thank you guys so, so much for sparing a little bit of your time yeah. over here. Yeah, oh, thank you for having us. It's been an absolute it's joy. Been um, really fun. I'm so excited to hear the new record. I really, really can't wait. And guys at home, definitely go and bike. Do you know, it'll be everywhere, right? All the places. All yeah. the places you can get it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll yeah. be out March 30th in the US and... Yeah, go and get the physical copy. Is there any... Are you doing those kind of special releases where someone can get a signed copy, potentially? 
Yeah, I think there's definitely going to be things like that. Do you have a good signature, everyone? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah? yeah you've, all, <laughs> you've all got good yeah. ones. Yeah. Excellent news. Cool. Well, yeah, March, March the 30th. Uh, watch out for it. Uh, yeah. Thank you, thank guys. You. Thank so you so much. Thank you so much. It's um, been an absolute pleasure. I just want to say quickly before we go, thank you, producer Harry. Yeah. Um, Shout out, producer yeah, Harry. We haven't had You've anybody recording job. before, but you ha- yeah. we have now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. So taking us out with Texas. See you next week. Bye bye. Driving all around the country, sneaking through the wheat fields and the plains. I've sailed all along the seaside. I can see the moon tied up in chains. I've been camping out behind the houses of all the Well, there you bloody well have it. Oh, to him, that was lovely. That was so good, wasn't that? I've had a whale well of a time. I'll tell you what, just listening to that, I'm, I'm delighted and also a little bit relaxed, I cannot lie. Uh, when you're in a situation which you think has gone really well, being able to listen back to it afterwards and reaffirm that is really nice. It's Absolutely. not like when you go on a date that you think has gone really well and then you never get a text and you're like... I need some footage of that because that was good. <laughs> this time we get to know. Uh, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful times were had. Certainly our end. And we really think and hope that the Shacks did too. We've said it just the other side of that little bit of music. But we're going to say it again. Uh, a massive, massive thank you to the guys for coming and chatting to us. And also some some important thank yous to put it out there. Yeah. First of all, production support. Harry, not that Harry. Harry Butcher, legend of the industry. Uh, he helped us out at uh, Wave Studios, who were also kind enough to lend us their studio for the evening. Yes, so massive thank yous to both of those. Undoubtedly, uh, we owe you a debt of gratitude and probably a debt of money too, but mm-hmm. let's all pretend that that debt isn't real. Like the banks do. Um, (laughs) So one final reminder. If you've enjoyed listening to those guys, please, please, please go and support them. They're, you know, like any other band. Without listeners, without an audience, they can't keep doing the amazing work that they're doing. They're called The Shacks. Their new album is called Haze. It is out on Big Crown Records on the 30th of March. And we implore every single one of our listeners to get out there and listen to it and buy it physically just spoil them get out and watch them live as well they're brilliant they're really good absolutely amazing yeah one last gift for the shacks is a song that they mentioned to us that we didn't get to play at the end that we were going to and that is Monkey in a Cage by Fires of Rome we know they love it we know they can't get over this song so we thought let's stick it in the end give them a good time while they're in their tour bus exactly what a fantastic way to mark our 90th ep and what a fantastic way to finish all that's really left for us to say is I've been Tim and I've been Harry they were the Shacks and this was Tracks. thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week see you later yeah, yeah.